coaching on the go. My name is Masha and I'm a coach and a tracker for entrepreneurs. Also, I'm a head of PMO Project Management Office in Azon Tech in the IT department. I've been in IT for 16 years now with six years of management experience. And for a year and a half now, I've been living, traveling between European cities without one particular place of residence. I am passionate about the topics of leadership and balance because this is my way to the life I want to. What about you, Kate? I'm Kate. I have more than 20 years of marketing experience working with global companies and global brands such as Adidas, New Balance, Pepsi and others. And currently I'm the marketing director for the nonprofit organization supporting small businesses. I'm also launching my coaching experience as a classic ICF coach. I'm married, I have two daughters, 16 and 9 years old, and I have always managed to balance between parenthood and my career. Honestly, that's a challenge. And that's why through my coaching, I aim to support fellow parents on their journey, helping them not just to survive, but be enjoy being parents and working at the same time. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm also good. We went to a Serbian church yesterday to celebrate oh, yeah. Orthodox Christian Christmas. Interesting. Yeah, it, it was interesting. It's the first time I've seen how they celebrate Christmas in the church. They burn an oak tree. Mm. I have never seen something like this before. The sparkles out of this tree go everywhere on people and everywhere. It doesn't burn anything somehow. <laughs> But it was a fun experience, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is podcast Coaching on the Go. It's the podcast where we dive in into the dynamic world of coaching and personal development. And today it's our first episode and the first episode is dedicated to the challenge of working less. So we name it as why is it worthwhile for leaders to work less and why will it improve their quality of their life and their work? Masha, do you believe that it's possible for leaders to work less? Uh, it's a tricky question, <laughs> for sure. Maybe it's uh, not about, uh, you know, working less, uh, but uh, is about working more focused. To uh, work uh, on this uh, 20% from Pareto formula, to finding this 20% and uh, to making actions uh, that very focused and, you know, necessary. And not doing unnecessary things. Mm-hmm. So do you believe that for leaders, challenge is to find this 20%? To remind everyone about the Pareto formula is 20% of your efforts bring 80% of the result. So you believe that for the leader, it's very important to find what are these 20% of the efforts? Yes, I do believe that uh, leaders uh, should find this uh, 20% because in other way, they uh, could not grow and uh, make uh, their business, their product bigger, mm-hmm. maybe more expensive, more popular. So, yeah, I also think so. And I had several different experiences working with different leaders, uh, my bosses. I can say that the most efficient leaders I've seen and I've worked with were the ones who defined this 20%. And for example, when I worked in Adidas, they had this motto, make big bigger. It means that you do not 
lose your focus working with small things, small uh, products, but you know what are your the most successful products and you focus on them and make them bigger. I think this motto can be addressed to any work. While you're focusing on making big bigger, it means that you are developing your strategy, you are uh, focusing on implementing the strategy in the best possible way. And that means that you are... Uh, probably work less, but with more quality. Uh, you know, it, it reminds me the Matthew effect from the Bible. Mm -hmm. The rich get richer, do big things bigger. Yeah. It's quite a similar. So um, let's talk about our experience. So Masha, can you tell me about your experience in different companies and how did you find this balance between work and life and what was your secret formula? Magic pill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, my, my way to the balance between work and the uh, rest of my life uh, wasn't so straight away. I actually used to overwork to, to have extra working hours. The most interesting uh, period was uh, that year when I was development manager on development teams. I had uh, three teams uh, under me. The curious fact was uh, that I'm not a programmer. I cannot write a code by myself, by my own hands. So I was forced to set up processes and to organize things that way that our team can manage to cope with all the backlogs, uh, thousands of customer tasks and so on. I, I can say first uh, several months, two or three, being this development manager, they were very hard and I worked about 12 hours a day as a normal but this period uh, was over hopefully <laughs> when uh, processes became more clear and they set up the result was in that kind of balance between the working processes uh, communication with the team and uh, my other time other life it was a hard experience but uh, it was a school for me, how to set up processes to not uh, that uh, familiar to you, uh, but it is possible to set it up and to have some space for balance. Wow. <laughs> so it proves the attitude that everything is a resource. Yeah. yeah. We have this attitude in coaching, yeah, when everything is a resource. Actually, I love this, uh, this sentence very much. Mm -hmm. So whatever challenge we have, we can always turn it to be our source. What about you? Maybe you can tell about your experience or finding a balance and maybe working less. Yeah, I had the same experience of working uh, extra hours. In all the companies I've worked, it was pretty normal. And especially in the corporations, when you're working in, in, in the corporations, it's one of the big topics for HR team to find the proper uh, work-life balance. And at the same time, you know that the workload, especially when you're working for Russian market, which is a growing market and with all the complexity it has, uh, it always requires uh, flexibility and adapting to changing context. I have always worked extra hours, as I said, but at some point I just understood that it's just the mindset and you just need to define it and explain it to your colleagues. Everybody will understand if you are not working extra hours. And of course, it also depends on the uh, management style of your boss and it also depends on the corporate culture. So, for example, in some companies it was impossible to explain and it, work was just your life. And you, when you're signing your uh, contract for working in this company, 
You just need to make sure that you are totally sharing the values of this company. And the values of this company were that your work is your life. <laughs> and, it, and, and, it, and this is a decision you make. Yes, yeah. yes. It's a decision you make, yeah. And you, then you can't complain because they're pretty honest with you when they tell you. And especially the knowing their overall motto, impossible is nothing. That's yeah. Adidas company, I should mention. And <laughs> impossible is nothing. And you should know that uh, when you start working for this company, you need to be always on. <laughs> and when we made, for example, our running campaigns, built Adidas Runners community, had all this marathon sponsorship projects, all the races we organized, it really required a lot of attention. And even if I get a message from my colleague at night, at midnight, for example, I had to answer. And I know that sometimes it will be late when I answer in the morning. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, I was younger. I had more energy. And I was also passionate about running. I wanted to run myself and uh, to train, to train for half marathon. At that time, it was really fun. Okay, it was my choice. But then by getting older and having another child, a second child, it required more attention. I mean, the family and my health required more attention from me. And that's why I had to be more conscious about that. That's why I changed my job and it became more controllable. I could control better. And my latest job was Group SEP. And I think I had the right balance there. I just had this right balance, but it was only because of my mindset. I can say that it's only because you decide at some point that you will not work extra hours. You will have enough sleep. You will spend your time with your children and it's your decision. That's my belief. I remember that uh, when I used to overwork, it was very difficult, but uh, also I got used to it and it seemed that I could work like this, uh, you know, for a long time. Uh, I think uh, often we need to see from the outside the box <laughs> that we are very tired and that uh, we had to change something, you know, talking to the colleagues, as you said, change uh, the work, maybe the company. How, how do you feel when you were overworking? Oh, that's a very good question. Because sometimes I felt that I can work like this forever. Like you say, like if you're running on a race, for example, in Adidas, it was very comparable. Like when you're running, sometimes you feel that you can run for the whole day. Mm -hmm. But then the body says to you, no, you can't. <laughs> you can't. And you should listen to your body because it never lies. And sometimes when you work, I mean, it's very fun, you feel the drive, you're energetic, you like it. And at some point, you just cannot wake up because you are extremely tired. And then you feel the breakdown and everything. It can start all of a sudden. So everything is fine, fine, fine. And then just all of a sudden it starts. And at some point, you just cannot let it go. You need to control it. For example, as a mother, I know that kids can play for several days. If you don't tell them you need to go home, you need to have a sleep, you need to brush your teeth, and you need to get prepared for school. Sometimes it's like this because they are so engaged. They love the process. They love the game they created. 
and they don't want to stop. And only adult person can stop them sometimes. Yeah. And the same thing about yourself, because when you're so enthusiastic about something, so passionate, you're like a kid and you cannot control it. You just want to do it and that's it. But you can be also your parent <laughs> and you can tell yourself, Masha or Kate, <laughs> it's time to go home to brush your teeth and <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I like it, this, uh, uh, that you said that... Uh... You're going to be your own parent. It's uh, very mature. Okay. And, uh, you know, working more than uh, eight hours may have a secondary benefit for us because we feel very needed mm -hmm. and uh, we feel uh, drive, as you said. And uh, one of the points is to find uh, something that will drive you instead of this uh, extra working, extra hours. Yeah. And by the way, what do you use to feel this drive in your life except work? Any sports, any other activities? Do you have any? Uh, sure. And, you know, I have uh, lots of drive these days because uh, beca because of my uh, way of living, style of living. Uh, I'm traveling between uh, places and cities and countries. I used to have uh, this drive, this energy from my work. And uh, I used to work very hard and very long days. But then I realized that um, setting up processes is the way to grow up, maybe to take uh, more responsibility, to make uh, bigger teams, to make bigger projects, more ambitious, more expensive, yes, in money, in amount of people uh, that are involved. Okay. And uh, th these uh, things became uh, my drive. So I want to organize uh, the things uh, like this like I do, uh, to have uh, this profit, not about being very needed by myself, but to have a team that is needed uh, yeah. to make projects that are great. That's interesting. That should be very exciting and really bringing you a lot of pleasure, <laughs> even thinking about that. When we have a lot of projects um, in the team, it's my uh challenge and it's my part to agree with my boss on what we will set as priorities for the team because we cannot do everything with the same quality at the same time we know that but we need to find those 20 projects out of 100 to focus on them and they should be perfect and then we can define action plan strategy messaging and focus on the quality of the implementation Finding drive, finding energy, it's not only about work. <laughs> For me, it's also very important to have informal contact with my teammates and to know what drives them, what helps them to be efficient, what are their interests. And it also requires time and attention because if they know that you know what they like and what makes, what motivates them in life in general then they try better and they, they do their best. So for me, it's very important to build these informal relations and make them work for our joint projects. Yeah, the, knowing the motivation of your team is the key to success. Totally agree. You know, um, many managers uh, are overwhelmed with uh, operational activities and don't understand how to work less. Uh, what uh, maybe one advice would you give them? Maybe where to start the first step 
to work to work less? The first step would be just to uh, be conscious about it and just to have this intention to work less. <laughs> it, it's the first and the most important step. If you already start thinking about it and uh, start to be aware, it's the way to success. And then you will find a way how to balance. You'll find the tools, you'll find the per people and helping specialists for, for sure is my second advice. For any leader, I would recommend working with a helping specialist. It, they can decide whether it's a coach or it's a psychologist or it's, I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so they define themselves. But it should be someone because sometimes people don't see themselves. They need attention or very thoughtful uh, view, external view at their situation, at their context. And it will be someone they trust, but definitely with a helping specialist such as coach, it will be much more Uh, efficient, faster, and productive. Masha, and what do you think, what the steps for the leaders, what, to your point of view, uh, how can he realize and how can he decrease <laughs> working hours? I think that uh, often those who overwork uh, think that uh, this is their personal problem and they are the one. Uh, but this is uh, not the case. Many managers uh, uh, feel the same. Realizing is uh, the most important step, the first one. But also they can use uh, some help uh, from uh, the business communities. It may help to look outside the box and to see that uh, you are not alone with this problem. You are not alone face to face with this situation. Yes, I would agree. And uh, do you have this kind of community for yourself? Are you part of this community? Yes, I have several and uh, I want to increase this uh, list of business communities because they have a very raw experience, mm -hmm. not a theoretical one, but uh, very practical and very useful and uh, maybe some know-hows and hints to use from your colleagues from uh, leaders who uh, face the same problems you face with. Yeah, and that's really from just from the field experience. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 you're absolutely right. And th this, uh, for example, I um, used to be part of some communities, but now I'm in coaching community as I'm growing my coaching expertise and, uh, and also this is part of the educational course uh, I'm in. And I can feel that it gives a lot of, Uh, knowledge and changing your perspective on some points. And sometimes you would do it yourself, as I say, DIY for way longer time than you yeah. just hear something from, from your peer, from your peer colleague, and then you can just implement it in your work right away. That's, yes. that's a great tool. And this community can uh, give you a huge support. Mm -hmm. Right. It's very important too. Absolutely. We also have different experience, both you and I are working, well, the whole world has this experience of working in the office and working remotely, I guess, <laughs> due to pandemia. Uh, maybe let's talk about it and compare uh, work in the office to remote work and whether remote work helps improving your work-life balance. Do you think it's better for uh, your work-life uh, balance? Uh, it depends. Uh, talking, to, talking about me, I had some uh, uh, experiences uh, rather bad and good. Because when I started to uh, work remotely, I 
realized that I had no, you know, edge between work and uh, life. I had the same table with my computer. When I uh, started to work, I just open it. And uh, when I close it after hours, uh, much more than eight hours, nothing changed. So it, it wasn't that, uh, such transition as if uh, you work in the office and then you go back to your home and you have some, uh, you know, other views <laughs> of uh, transport and uh, city and so on. And um, I used to sit at home. It was pandemia, for sure. I worked so much extra hours and I was uh, really burnt out because I couldn't balance this, this uh, part of my life, working and not working. But now uh, I am working remotely for two years plus, I think. Uh, it's uh, only only remote work, and uh, I uh, managed to find this uh, balance for me that is worked for me is working for me, and I started to work more focused. Mm -hmm. What's about your experience? So it's manageable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also agree with you that when it all started, it was a bit overwhelming because everybody wanted to have a meeting with you, and my calendar was full of uh, meetings just no break. As I say that in the office, they see you, they see that you can go to the restroom or somewhere. But when you are just in front of your screen and everybody wants to talk to you, it, I mean, you just talking and talking and talking in front of your screen because uh, you need to align things. Yeah, uh, I'd add that uh, the transition to remote work requires increased responsibility uh, from the boss and uh, from uh, employees, right? Uh, both sides. You know, managers are often uh, afraid of uh, making the employees uh, work remotely because they uh, think that uh, if uh, they are looking to the employees from, you know, 10 till 6 in the office, they work. Mm -hmm. And uh, if they uh, will be at home, they uh, mm -hmm. wouldn't yeah. work. But that's that's not true. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it just depends on the people you you hire. <laughs> if you trust these people, yeah. if you uh, delegate the job for them and they are accountable, they are uh, adult people and they they can provide uh, the result. Then you uh, just need to make sure that everybody's aligned and know what they do. And if they know what they do, they should do it with full attention and quality. Yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, it requires, it, I, I mean, the transition to remote work requires uh, more work uh, from manager himself, uh -huh. just for a period uh -huh. of transition. So let's summarize. Yeah, sure, sure. After uh, having discussed all that, I still believe that it's really a mindset uh, that leaders should choose and understand that working less is the attitude uh, in working less for them makes their work more quality uh, qualitative um, qualitative and productive uh, if they focus if they focus their efforts Masha what are your outcomes <laughs> of our today's conversation the main thing uh, I think that uh, working for eight nine or maybe ten hours a day is not uh, the key to success and to growth you as a manager as a leader have to focus on uh, what's important and do things that uh, are necessary to grow right and this uh, as we defined uh, these things uh, should be uh, first of all finding this 20 percent of the priorities 
second uh, using help of uh, helping specialists like, such as coaches helping specialists of communities and your team community and your team yes whatever whatever helps you mm -hmm. and then you'll see that you'll have more energy uh, more um, more passion 